Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to a bonus episode of the Claret and Blue podcast, our first signing announcement, which is uh, nice to say at last. As we record this right now on Monday morning, uh, Samata has not yet signed, so we're not going to talk about specifics on contract length or wages or anything like that, because obviously we don't know. But if, if this video is out, hopefully today, it means he's now signed. So Ali Samata, or do you want to give him his first M-wana, name? Ali Samata. M1. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100%, but <laughs> I have listened to pronunciations all morning. And do you know when people record it and yeah, send yeah. it off um, to a website, upload their own pronunciation of it? There's like four different versions, <laughs> and one of them is just the robot saying it <laughs> as Mbawana. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Mbawana. It, it seems to be Ali Samata, isn't it? Yeah, it, I think what, it, what it will go by. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been using the full, um, the full name in our headlines. But yeah, I guess uh, Ali Samata or Samata, uh, Villa's new striker. Happy to have him here. So... I'm going to kind of play the role of the guy that doesn't know anything about him, which is definitely not true because I know all about him. Of course, <laughs> of course I do. do. Uh, I've done loads of research. Uh, and you've done, obviously, because you've written about him, you've had yeah. to kind of look into him a little bit. Again, I've, I've watched a, a YouTube video. Looks decent. You can't judge too much off that. Looks good in the air for a guy that's, I don't think he's six foot, is he? I think he's 5'10", 5'11", or something like that. Yeah, he's a bit like smaller that. than six foot. So, I mean, the, for the one that springs to mind straight away is the goal against Liverpool in the Champions League last year. Absolute bullet header. I love that. Love that. And for a side that's not scored ahead of this season as well, which is mental. Hopefully, he can he can start to fix that. So I kind of want to play the role of the fan that probably won't really know much about him, and hope that you've done enough research in your articles that you could kind of bring us all up to speed on who this guy is and what we can expect from him. Well, firstly, no, no pressure. Yeah, firstly, it's a striker, Dan, which is yes. you know it's massively know that part. basic at basic level. That's massively important. We saw against Brighton, um, Villa play kind of with a false number nine, so which basically an attacking midfielder and two wingers yeah. that doesn't encourage teams to kind of you know sit back that encourages them to play a high line and put Villa on you know on the back foot um, because you don't have that pacey forward or a focal point and when we saw Vasilev come on Indiana Vasilev for his Premier League debut we actually saw you know a striker make strikers runs and be able to press that back line yeah. and Brighton were pushed back a little bit having that focal point like Samata a pacey forward who can run in between the lines make those smart runs will make teams think twice at the very least at a base level without goals make them think twice about sitting up against Villa it's such a basic concept it isn't is, it yeah. to, to think that like when uh, when Vasilev came on I think he touched the ball I've seen somewhere like three or four times yeah. something but it just changes the game like I kind of stuck up for El Ghazi and I know it was against Man City and we lost 6-0 but the ball went up to him a few times and he controlled it well or he won a flick on or something it's like you know he's, he's, he's doing his best kind of thing but those things that you are taught as a striker the runs and the kind of awareness and stuff like that El Ghazi and Jack and Trezeguet and all these people that are playing as the furthest forward they've not learned that part of the game I know it's still football but it's, it's different That's not, they haven't got the natural instinct that a, st- a striker has got so as you say to get him in and we've now got someone mm. who can actually play as a number nine that's his That's his role Like that is a kind of a relief now that okay like he will play he will know how to make these runs and hopefully obviously we need he'll score goals as well yeah I mean the best case scenario here is that Villa are improved <coughs> without the striker needing to score goals yeah. because 
that threat or the, the intention of that threat of having a strike who can run in behind if, off a long ball off the back of Tyron Mings for example yes. that is now a threat again that is now something Villa can do in the last few games we've seen teams kind of push up high against Villa because Villa you know they don't have that that focal point it's going to an attacking midfielder who's breaking wide and crossing into the box for like no one because yeah. other wingers that too far out wide or dragged across so it has really affected Villa's team shape to play you know I'm, I'm all for that that tactic of playing you know strikerless or with a false number nine but Villa haven't, option, they haven't trained it yeah. they haven't trained it so it's kind of like it's been off the cuff it's worked to an okay level but now Villa have some threat again I think if Samata can do what he's done for Genk and that's run behind the man create those you know spearheading that attacking line he's scored plenty of goals in Belgium and I know people are you know not looking at that in a favourable light but that is you know that, that it's an undervalued league yeah. you, you buy quality players from Belgium Christian Penteke came from Belgium we all know what he did at Villa so you know I'm going to wait till the Premier League game to judge him yes very wise <laughs> uh, in recent weeks obviously we've gone to three at the back mm-hmm. that's a new thing and then we all of a sudden go to three at the back without a striker so we, mm. it's kind of no surprise that we've we've struggled a little bit um, do you think that we'll stick with this three at the back system and have a Trezeguet and Algozzi playing off Samata or is this a case of we'll revert back now and Samata will be the, the leading line and we'll go back to what we saw before Christmas Obviously, it's hard to judge. Yeah, it's really hard to judge because on one hand, you may have kind of the same formation, um, except Samata's now in the centre, Jack Grealish is out wide, Trezeguet and are on the other flank, and it's Samata spearheading that line instead of dropping back. Yeah. Um, but then they could play Grealish behind, uh, maybe one of Samata in front of him. It, it, there's a lot of variables here, and we're not going to know because this is kind of a new thing for Villa now to play this back free <laughs> with an actual striker. I think yeah. we have... Had like, one game it was Burnley yes, wasn't it? It was 75 odd yeah. minutes of Wesley and that we were playing a different style Wesley we were kicking it to him allowing him to hold it up with you know, an exceptional ability he, had, he has to hold the ball up and bring players like Grealish in and it was working fantastically until he was you know shaken off for the rest of the season um, but yeah we'll see with Samata maybe a, a different approach and that's playing through um, the defenders playing through balls into him running in behind do you think that if if we stay as, as we are now and, and Trezeguet or Garzi are playing off off him and Jack is, is obviously playing further forward as well do you think that now they've had to play as a striker they'll kind of know how to support a striker better because even when Wesley was there it was still an issue that okay well, we're not getting close enough to him to support him do you think now that maybe they've had to play that position of having no support where they'll kind of go okay I know I need to get closer to this guy now because I know how hard it is when you don't get service or is that kind of too simplistic um, no it's right but like then you have other teams kind of if you press too high to support, if you have like a flat front three that allows the other team to kind of exploit those spaces left behind so it's always yeah. you know you've always got to play smart however you line up but I think they might take a bit more of a favourable view now these players have you know a striker's job I think Samata's job is going to be slightly easier than Wesley's because Villa I don't see him being this kind of hold up guy like Keenan Davis like Wesley or even what we tried to make Amor Al Ghazi against um, Man City this yeah. kind of guy who chests it and makes a chance for someone else I think he'll be playing in off the back instinctive runs you know through the through the strikers and aiming to get on the on the end of some of these crosses that we're putting in because yes. so far these crosses have been useless and you know even without a striker it's, it's been poor you you see crosses just float over everyone and there's no winger on the other side to pick it up because they're they're attacking so I think maybe we can actually take advantage of some of these crosses going into the box now also the, having a, a pacey forward again for the <laughs> first time somebody with a bit of pace in a, in a forward area 
regardless of kind of I mean obviously if he gets one on one and he's terrible at finishing a bit like Gabby during his <laughs> days you kind of think oh don't, don't back him to score kind of thing um you just you just feel more dangerous just off the back of someone who's going to if I was a defender I'd be scared of anyone who's got pace even if you you think you're kind of quick as a defender if someone's running at you full pelt chasing a long ball I'm kind of thinking oh I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble here so even just that danger level of first of all for Villa he's a striker we needed a striker that's base level like you said but to have, kind of I feel like having pace almost kind of makes up for other deficiencies in his game if there are any obviously I've not seen enough in to, to know because at least he'll stretch the play a little bit and he'll, 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 he'll close people down and, and lead that attack and then I said to me on Twitter the other day if he's kind of pressing his man and then Jack follows and Trezeguet follows and then the crowd suddenly go okay look yes we're, we're, yeah. we're trying something here that kind of little moment of somebody having somebody being a focal point and pressing people down with a bit of pace all, all of a sudden gives you a little bit of a lift and that's all we need at the moment just on that very very basic level we all just need a lift and if Samata comes in and delivers that as well as goals we'll all be going yes here we go yeah I think you know it gives opposition defenders something to think about whereas you know obviously you don't want to be too unfair to Wesley the, the guy's injured but his way of playing was he would hold it he would get the ball pass it off get it again on the edge of the box and lay it off to another forward Grealish Belgazi yeah. Trezeguet in the box and that wouldn't always work because that Wesley would have people on him and um, the other bloke running him whether it's Grealish or Trezeguet would be often double marked and have to run for a maze of players and Grealish is capable of that we've seen that plenty of times but it's a difficult situation to score and I think Samata gives Villa the opportunity to strike earlier and strike from deeper um, than before with Wesley I think we had to build up a bit slower mm-hmm. um, sometimes we're spraying it out to the wing which then you had to wait for people to arrive in the box I think with Samata we can strike earlier and I think we'll I don't know how he'll get off you know, start off um, his life to England in, in England in the Premier League, but for signs are promising. This guy is a goal scorer. I think in Belgium he's got a goal every two games. You know, 0.5 per 90 goal. So you know that's prom- that's a promising start enough for me. He's won the Ebony Shoe, which is an award for you know the best African player nice in Belgium. It's you know it's it, that that's got that's a, an award with prestige yeah. in Belgium. Lukaku's won it. Vincent Kompany's won it. These these players are of a certain quality. Yeah, and Samata is now in that group. Um, thing that I kind of had no idea about was that he's a captain as well yeah. which I remember saying in the year that uh, was it the first year in the championship or the second when we started signing like the Whelans and the Yedinaks and people like that and McCormack as well and we were like oh yeah we've got like a team of captains here like they've all, that, that's surely going to be worth mm-hmm. something we've kind of looked at this whole lack of leadership thing over the season when Mings is out who's barking the orders he and looks like a good character he's gone now obviously we're we talk about Pepe Reina in our other podcast. He comes in and brings that back, but we've never had that in a, a forward position, uh, a player that's going to kind of lead from the front essentially. Mm. So the fact that he's captain for Genk and the his national side as well, that brings a wealth of experience that we need in, at the other end of the pitch. So it kind of feels like we've now got that kind of role throughout the whole side now, in yeah. theory. So if you watch any interview of him speaking to <coughs> like Genk's official fan ch- like club channel, he speaks very well of. L- the in- intangibles required to be a striker, like confidence. Really? Yeah. Um, he, he knows that goals are important to kind of his livelihood. If you're not scoring, it's going to be harder to score because you're going you're gonna to be thinking twice about taking certain opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, th- he's a leader of the... He's not just the captain of the Tanzania national side. He's, the, he's like the genuine leader. It's easy to get given an armband and kind of run around on a pitch. But to be the leader, you know, 1.2 million Instagram followers, which, nice. like, I know a lot of people won't take that into consideration. That is the size of Birmingham. 
and that is yeah, a lot of Tanzanian support. You know, you, you've seen on the Twitter feeds any news about Samata, Tanzanian fans are rooting <laughs> yeah. for him. I saw your, your tweet you posted from the uh, the work account got like 3,000 likes or something. I was like, I've never seen those numbers here. <laughs> What's going on? And you got all these comments. Like I was logged into the notifications. It's just like every tweet was in like a language I just couldn't understand. I was like, mate, this is going crazy. And I saw an article saying, I don't know whether it's here or not, talking about you've now, you've now got like 50, uh, 57 million Follow, uh, new Villa fans yeah, in, in, in of, uh, the, the whole so, population yeah. he's now a lot behind this guy because he's their kind of representative in the Premier League I don't know whether there's been a Tanzania well, player in the Premier League before I mean look at the impact that Marvellous Nakamba had yeah, like, exactly. from, from followers in Zimbabwe that has maybe half if that the population of Tanzania which is a huge country so yeah this is a real kind of move of some some cultural standing. To and be he's honest. the captain of their, their national team. They all love this guy, and now they can follow him with Villa. Yeah, and he's so got that that kind of uh, respect and weight about him that he brings with him. Yeah, it? That's what we that's what we need a bit of bit of bite, I think. This guy's already, you know, I, I know a lot of Villa players will judge a new transfer on how he performs for Aston Villa. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we're talking yeah. here on on things that. I'm not going to say irrelevant because obviously we can't talk about anything other than this at this stage. Like as yeah. we're recording this, he's not even signed yet. No, <laughs> despite all four through in this video is into the abyss forever. Um, but ultimately, people will be thinking, "Well, I want to see him play." If he if he plays the next five games and he doesn't score, that's an issue still, isn't it, for Villa in this moment this yeah. season? So he needs to. I, I said it in a, a podcast previously. Whoever we sign needs to hit the ground running, which is difficult. Yeah. But he, that's what, as a striker, especially, he has to come in and score goals immediately. And I'm, just, I'm praying that he does. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do genuinely believe that he doesn't even need to start scoring for Villa to be a better team, just because of the threat he brings. But yeah, you know, the guy's a goal scorer. Hopefully, he gets off the mark for Villa sooner rather than later, and it, things start to look up for this side. I think people are speaking. Of, this is more of a quick thing for the podcast, but people are speaking far too quickly about the the fear of relegation when we're in January. I think we're like seven odd points <coughs> behind Arsenal, so things probably aren't as bleak as they seem. I think we look too hard at that the current table position and what we could be, and I think with Samata we could be a better team well, for sure. Look at Southampton and Watford. Bef you know, November, December, Blue going. Well, well Watford. Are probably going to be the ones that go you down you can't do that Southampton are ninth or something now like I know it's 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 always hard in the moment to kind of look that far ahead but but if let's say Villa win the next three I don't know who those the next three are off the top of my head I know the next two are easy issued sandpaper mm. if Villa win the next three all of a sudden we're way further up the table than we expect and you kind of go oh what were we worried about so you yeah. can't it's it's silly to kind of make too many judgments at the moment but you can't on the other hand, you can't not be concerned that Villa have got two or three serious injuries and currently have been playing without a striker. That's a lot to be concerned about. But hopefully, like I say, if he grabs a couple of goals or helps or helps us perform mm. in a better way, all of a sudden things do look a little bit more rosa. Yeah, and look, people say he's going to be under a lot of pressure. And I think, no, the pressure he's, he's been under all his life is to be the influence for an entire entire country and look the way he's spoken in to the media in interviews in personal documentaries is that he wants to play for a top european club with top european history and he's one step closer to that now yeah. if you perform for aston villa and i hate to say look, we've got to look at players in a different way now we can't look at us and what as one club people anymore that they do look they have aspirations and they have goals yeah, they're not just to play for aston villa unfortunately and you know this player wants to play at the biggest clubs in europe and this is this is how you get noticed now yeah. is by performing in the Premier League so hopefully he can go on and do that I know he wants to so 
fingers crossed. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, uh, I remember going back to uh, the whole Grealish thing, if he leaves. If that does happen, it means that he's performed well enough for Villa. So you just have to take that at this stage. Like, if Samata comes in and scores 20 goals and gets a move to Arsenal or whatever, he will have scored 20 goals for Villa, so we will have had some success off that. So I'll just take that at the moment, regardless of what happens in the future. Yeah. As Villa fans, I think we all fantasise about kind of that striker announced oh, straight hero, on a yeah. Tuesday yeah. night, <laughs> kind of under the lights, two goals. Villa down, you know, Villa are down two goals in the going into the break. <laughs> Samata comes on, hat trick, three two in front of the whole end. I think we uh, all we all have to yeah. announce him at half time and he just comes on for the second half anyway. Yeah, I'd love that. Imagine that. But um yeah, we all have these dreams and we kind of kind of project them onto the players yeah. a little bit. Look, I don't if he doesn't play against Watford, I think that's okay. We all want it to happen. But look, this is the situation we're in and this is the cards we've been dealt. So yeah. Like we've, we've, I remember saying, like, look, I know uh, signing players is easy, but we know we needed a strike. Like, why haven't we done it earlier? There's factors in there that, that make this difficult. Dean Smith is probably pulling this out, thinking, oh, I need him. Like, but the things you have, to, you know, the hoops you have to jump through to get these players through the draw in January is, especially given the work permit stuff, you can't, they can't do anything about it, can you? It's just the yeah. way, the way of the world. So. I think that kind of pretty much sums sums him up. You can stick a video of me on YouTube and watch some goals, which I know is a terrible way to judge a player these days, but that's literally all we've got. So he seems a good character. Like you said, the interviews, he, he's spoken well. The fans seem to love him in Genk and obviously in his, his home nation as well. So get him on that pitch and get him scoring goals is, is all I want to say. Yeah, I just want to see him in a Villa shirt now. I don't know what number he'll take. Um, 11's taken by... available? There's a, there's 20. A, yes. <laughs> 20 available? So. I don't but know. he's definitely Sign not going to be 9, yeah, 10, no, 11 are done so he'll yeah. have to uh, be what, a bit what's original his, what's his number now? 10 10 hmm, have okay. to beat Grealish for that that's no, not, not going to happen is it? no but we'll see I, I mean yeah, it's weird isn't it that I'm now looking forward to seeing what number he's going to wear that's how much like, I want this signing to just be done now and out of the way so yes uh, that's our little round up of uh, first name Moana Ali Samata perfect thank you very much uh, so if you've enjoyed this little kind of reaction video I guess you'd call it to the, the signing then uh, then do let us know and we'll, we'll potentially do more of these if we sign more players <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> uh, stick up uh, an iTunes view and all the rest of it leave your comments on YouTube if you want to get involved in the conversation and I'll get back to you and uh, thanks James thanks very much for listening everybody and uh, up the villa up the villa thank you for listening to Claret and Blue an Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode until then up the villa up the villa